Welcome back to the Reality Serve Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we're coming to you with a pretty special episode. It's not often we get to talk about two finales in one. We have the Bachelor in Paradise finale. We have the F-Boy Island finale. But first, we're going to talk a little bit of the challenge. We're going to talk Survivor, um, a little bit of House of Villains. We will get into it all. Um, I thought you were going to say it was special because we're actually all three here. Well, it's also special because of that, yes. <laughs> it's been a while, I feel like. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. That's <laughs> true. Well, thank you both for being here. Um, yeah, this will be a fun one. So, thank you for letting us take weeks off. Well, yeah, I mean, life happens. It's It happens. But, okay, so the challenge... I really struggled with an MVP this episode. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I ended up giving it to Jay because I gave it to Jay because of the daily challenge was like, essentially they were in two different teams and they had to do, if you think back to total madness, it was like the elimination between Jay and CT. And so obviously Jay kind of took the lead um, with his team and they ended up winning um yeah I mean I gave him the MVP for that because I think he was kind of kind of the leader um to that win but I kind of struggled with an MVP on this one who did you give your MVP to um I gave mine to Big T I know she lost the elimination but I I thought she handled everything well and she did good in the elimination so I gave it to Big T and a little bit of behind the scenes here, but I mean, she wrote this like huge long caption on Instagram, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will read the very end of it when she says, also, Casey, she tags her Instagram, is one of my best friends. She wanted to take someone out for me. This loss was very bittersweet, but at least I got to chill with someone who knows me and she shared half her prize money with me. Because she felt so guilty for taking me out. So please be kind to my sis. Yeah, that was nice. So, I I mean, just the fact that she got 5K, like, I mean, it didn't show it in the episode. But that's reason enough to give her an MVP, I think. Making those connections. Yeah. I wish Casey got to pick who she went against. That sucks. I think, yeah, because I think she would have picked from the opposite side for sure. Because it seemed like uh, Melissa and um, Big T were two of the people that she was, like, closest to that was, like, standing on... And I guess Emmanuel, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Right, Uh right. I gave a couple MVP honorable mentions. I know that I I struggled with my MVP, but it was just, like, my struggle was, um, like, who really did the best this episode, who was the star the MVP of the episode, but I, I did give a couple honorable mentions out. Um, one to Colleen, because in my opinion, she probably should have been the target this week, but somehow managed to like completely get her way out of it. Even in deliberation, when it came to her, she like barely even had to speak. It was like, she like, as much as she was an, an option for, um, some people she really was not an option so that tells me that she has a a pretty good social game that for whatever reason we're not seeing 
So I did give her an MVP honorable mention for that. And then I gave an MVP honorable mention to Melissa for throwing drinks and um, bringing the drama that I like. I personally like seeing on the challenge. Um, I think this was the first episode Colleen was even in. So I think that was a good pick. And I agree with you. Um, and then I gave my LVP to Kylan because what was that during the daily? Like, they literally lost the daily because he's like, I got it. I got it. I'm going to try these knots. This is the most important part. I got it. And, like, they literally broke through his barrier in, like, two seconds. Wow. I also gave my LVP to Kylan, but it was not for that reason. My reason was his stupid speech. Uh, He made me feel dumb. Because he he said something about how, like, they're not making waves and it's, like, strategic and smart, but it's not brave. And then he voted his girlfriend's best friend in. I was like, you, because I was like, yeah, Kylan, great speech. And then he voted Big Mm -hmm. T in. What Mm -hmm. the hell was that? Yeah. Well, whose side are you really on, Kylan? Are you just, I mean, but I guess at one point, like, Big T even put herself in Melissa put herself in so but or put big T in so I mean I think it was just like going that way anyway but yeah but don't give a speech about being brave then if you're not going to be willing to do it yourself that's true very true anyway he annoyed he because I was like okay good he's gonna vote his own way he's gonna do his own thing I like Uh it like like Horacio did the first episode yeah I would have I would have given him an MVP for that but no he it was so stupid I good good call I I, that's a great great reasoning and and everything around that too did you have any quotes I had three but one of them is cheating uh (laughs) most of mine were Melissa I like when you said Corey he can go fuck himself as well so like she was there was a whole rant ahead of it maybe you have the full rant but I I like that part all I had from Melissa was um she calls Corey a see you next Tuesday. She says, Corey is a C word. Am I allowed to say that? It's a bad word in America, isn't it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they just like say it in the UK. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. And then um, when Big T was on her FaceTime call to Kyle, this is my cheating one. Kyle says, people just get jealous of our awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, but I loved that one of her calls was to Kyle. I thought that was really cute. Um, yeah. He would have been a perfect one to be on this season, being as he's not a winner. Just saying. Um, Why would he be on it? I can't imagine they didn't ask. They didn't ask him? Well, I mean, think about it. Like, he's in the same caliber as, like, Amanda and Corey and Fessy and Josh and the other Oh, people. for getting paid, you mean. Okay. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. His cheap. He's okay. he's too above budget, apparently. Okay. Um, Which is kind of crazy to me that Melissa isn't, but I guess she hasn't done enough seasons. Maybe they have a different pay scale for people. I don't know. I don't know. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Okay, so, and then my last one, Big T says, Melissa is adding a little sugar and spice and a little bit of extra details that might not have happened to to go down to who said her name, or wait, 
that might not have happened to get down to who said her name first because she was like throwing a big bit about it so I like that it was when she was telling Verna like Verna I heard I think she said I heard you were like leading the charge like she just made shit up and then Verna started actually spilling I'm like that was very yeah and it's like and then Verna was like super oblivious and unaware of the fact that like people can lie in the challenge house like somebody had to tell her like she's lying to you yeah right (laughs) oh Verna I like that little scene. Um. Okay. So, do you have any final challenge thoughts before we? Yeah, I watching the show. If we weren't like covering it, I would have stopped watching by now. That's how bad I find it to be. Really? Yeah, it's horrible. I think I think that the format is what like is really doing it for me to like like bad bad wise. I think that like the people aren't that bad. I don't know. I think they're horrible. I don't know. I think they're horrible. They're working as a team. It's hor- I don't know. It's horrible. I don't well, know. Yeah, but that's because of the format. Yeah. If the format, I know. like I, I know I've said this before, but we needed like a vendettas, rival, like uh, rivals, like final reckoning type of format in order for this group to be successful, and for like to because like they are fighting, they are hooking up, they are doing the things that should be good tv but it's not because they're working together because of the way the format is set up like yeah it makes sense that they want to help some of the people that are in the eliminations because if they don't they're gonna lose 10k yeah so it's not i mean in in the way that i see it it's like it's not that the challengers are doing a bad job of putting on a good tv show for us i think that they are that the challenge gods set them up for failure because the thing that we have complained about season after season after season is the vacation alliance and working together so they give us a whole ass format of a tv show for a whole season to be like forming a new vacation alliance basically it's horrible and i'm like starting to hate people that i might have liked last season like i'm totally turned off to olivia now i I cannot yeah uh, Mariah is not really like I think she's just like a chicken like she feels one way but she's too scared to do anything about it Horacio's not doing Norris, honestly Norris is the one who's leading everything yeah so it sounds like really a lot of these people aren't likable because not to me I don't know <laughs> and are there two sides because you know how in past challenge seasons like I'm talking about more old school it's like you had the side that you liked and the side that you were against, but the drama between them made it so good that you still liked it. Liked it. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem is that they literally have them like this, the daily challenge, they were working in two teams, every elimination. If, the the challenger loses and the champ wins then they lose 10k so this entire season is set up for them to be working together that's the problem in my opinion i think i think that if if they made it like cutthroat or like any any type of thing that was like they had to go against each other instead of working together it would be a completely different season 
I also think there's two sides, but the sad thing is that one side is just Big T and Melissa, and then the other side is an alliance, and then people on the fringe trying to hold on for dear life. And I do. And there wants to go, like the Corey, mm-hmm. like, even they're, like they're hanging on to this alliance trying to prove their loyalty. And it's like, you guys are going to be the next one. Ed, you guys are going to be the next one to go. Like, yeah. It's so- embarrassing. Corey is, is at least, I will give him this, he is very um, aware in hindsight of, of the things that happened. He is taking accountability. I listened to him on the official challenge podcast. I um, listened to the little preview clip or whatever of him on Zach's podcast. And in both, both times he like takes accountability and says like, in hindsight, I see that, um, Melissa in Big T would have had my back more than anybody else in the house. But at the time, at the time when you're in the moment, I didn't see that. And like, says he messed up, says he shouldn't have treated them like that. And like, really does take accountability for um, being an ass, basically. Yeah. We'll see what happens with him. I'm, I think he, he shot himself in the foot, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, it'll be interesting because, um, like we said about Kyle earlier being maybe somebody who's, like, more expensive to cast, you know. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping that part of the reason why we got this cast for this season is because 40 will be a much higher budget. Right. No, let's hope. So the episode of Survivor, I gave my MVP. I actually, I'm going to start with my LVP. I didn't have any quotes this episode, but my LVP was Austin because he screwed up the whole plan to get Julie out by telling Dee. I know, I, I get it. He is falling for her they're starting a showmance and or maybe it's been going on for a little bit apparently i saw online like somebody said that a couple episodes episodes ago he like they were those two were d and austin were walking together and he briefly put his hand on her back and i didn't catch that when it happened but now that i saw it on twitter or whatever and i see the beginning of this episode and how Austin couldn't not tell Dee because he felt so bad. I feel like he's, like, definitely thinking about his long-term relationship with her and not, like, the each moment of the game. Otherwise, I don't think he would have told her. Um, you know, I love a good showmance, and, but I, I just I had to give it to Austin um, because he really screwed up that plan, like, royally. And then I gave an LVP honorable mention to Emily because great plan, girl, but you got out because you didn't split the votes. So. Yeah, this was a hard one. I didn't really have necessarily a, like, really strong MVP, but I thought Katora, because they finally showed, like, more about her backstory and Mm -hmm. everything she's been through. That's a good line. I thought it was really inspiring and mm-hmm. she also has not been in the majority for a very long time now. And she's still hanging on and still like doing okay. So that's why I picked her. 
That's a great reason. I wish I would have picked her because after you said that, because that's a, such a good reason. But I give mine to Julie because she pulled it out at the end. She, for her and D were in a strong enough alliance that she was able to play that idol. She hung on to that idol. She didn't give it back to Austin and she did what she had to do. So I gave it to Julie, but um, only because she hung on for her dear, dear life there. For sure. Now, I the reason I didn't give it to Julie is because I did not understand her voting Emily out. I did when she knew her own alliance was voting her out. Why are you voting out Emily? Why didn't she do Austin? Why didn't she do like I didn't get that at all? Because of D and even though that's maybe a bad thing because Austin right. is D's number one, but and D, yeah, D said to Julie's face. Austin is my number one. That's why that's when you cut him. I don't know. That was that was confusing to me. And they're also but, like so close I, to the end at this point. It's not like there's like 12 people left, you know? Yeah. And the only thing I could think was she was thinking, oh, maybe he's going to also play his idol or something. That's the only thing I could think. Now, I do think that not cutting Austin and cutting Emily instead will make for a great next episode yeah i'm i don't i don't know who's gonna go next and by the way i want to give them all an lvp for acting like julie is the biggest threat in the history of survivor when austin is right there like what what do you like we're really that concerned that she's gonna get all these votes because people call her mama julie or whatever oh my god i don't i couldn't i I couldn't that didn't connect with me I don't know. I mean, Austin, he's a threat, but I like Austin, and I get the mama thing. I would have voted out Julie, too, personally. At this point, you would vote out Julie instead of Austin, or, I mean, I, Drew had immunity, right? But mm -hmm. Austin are gonna, could, could easily win all the immunity challenges and have a run to the end. Like, if you have, I think, if you, at this point in the game, if you had a chance to but take Julie a shot at Austin. But the thing is, Austin has not done well consistently in, in all of them, and Julie has got second place in almost every single one it's only a matter of time before she starts winning she might be older, but she's doing well she she is i don't know i i don't i don't like i get that you don't want her to get in the final three but i'm like i feel like there's more comp threats d austin or bigger comp threats than julie to me i don't know yeah so i didn't i didn't really i didn't really get like oh my god we got to get her out this is like <laughs> I get it. We're out before the finale. I just didn't think it was like, oh my god, we got to do it this week or we're done for. You know, it just I'm really like interested if we get a Julie Austin D final three, what the votes will look like. Yeah, I, I'm interested. To, I have no idea what the final three is going to be. I don't know. I don't know, but I did not expect Julie to do this well. I didn't draft her. I. I, I don't know. I guess part of my, my being in, so impressed with her is that I just didn't think she would be doing this well and she really is doing really well, you know? Yeah, no, she's very smart and she's very strategic and I am very impressed by the fact that she did not give that idol back. I thought, and she didn't even feel like she should have given that. I love that. She was basically just like, no, that you and Drew have one and now Dee and I have one and that's that. Like, I kind of love that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it would have been 
I think it was a really stupid move on Austin's part to give her the idol that lasts longer. I know. That was so dumb, right? <laughs> right. Like, so dumb. He's like, I have to flush my own idol, and it's the good idol. Yep. Well... We'll see. Well, I'm very interested to see. I mean, it'll totally depend who goes next week. 100% depends on who wins immunity. Yep, totally. I agree. Do you have any final survivor thoughts before we move on to House of Villains? No. Okay, so... House of Villains, this was an interesting episode. We left off with Bobby um, nominating himself last week, and my quote of the episode is actually at the very, very beginning of this episode when Bobby comes in, one of my quotes, I should say, and he says, um, no, go up against me fair and square. I want you all gone one by one like a goddamn fly on the wall at a pancake meeting with syrup in the middle of the goddamn floor. That's good. That's a good one. So that's how the episode started, literally. And um, I just love, I don't know, how everybody um, is so intense and so hilarious. And I just, I, I really like this show a lot. Yeah, I do too. I gave the I name saw on Twitter. I'm sorry, Michelle. No, 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 you go. I was just going to say, I saw something on Twitter, someone asking, like, they're in interested, I guess it's, like, the one of the top, or the top-rated show on E! right now, yeah. so everyone's assuming there's going to be a season two, they're like, are they going to bring back, like, a few of the same ones, or is it going to be a whole new cast, and I thought that was interesting, but I think if it's so popular, they should have a few seasons, and then do, like, not an all-star season, but, like, a mix of best people on each season like an all-stars yeah like basically like an all-stars that'd be interesting but they know because there's still so many good villains out there yeah, yeah. um okay so i gave my mvp to bananas because he won the redemption challenge and i didn't um write down the exact quote it wasn't one of my quotes but he said something to the effect of like why would you put yourself into a competition against one of the all-time best reality tv com competition like people that there is like that's why did you that, that's stupid and it was because he lost um so Bananas got my MVP for that, and then also he got my MVP for um, really kind of turning Tanisha around um, to vote out the person that he wanted gone. So, I mean, it was a really, really, it was competition, political, I mean, it was Bananas episode as far as I'm concerned. Who was your MVP? I was hoping, I was hoping he was going to go home, but... I don't, I couldn't really, I actually couldn't really, I don't think I fairly picked MVP and LVP because I read something that said Bobby Lights had a prior engagement somewhere else and that's why he had to go. Oh, really? Yes. 
<laughs> that's why he did the, all these shenanigans. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I, I still look like my MVP for like doing all these dramatics. Okay. Well, he got my LVP because he nominated himself and got us at home. Yeah. My LVP, I, I want to say fair play because I don't know. He's rubbing me the wrong way. He's a little baby. He's like flipping back. He's flipping over to the banana side and bananas is going to get him out the first chance he gets. Just like he's playing dumb. I don't know. I don't like the way he's playing the game. So one of my quotes what from Bananas, he's definitely playing dumb, but I still gave him a quote for it. He says, looking at pictures and coming up with captions is not really my strong suit. I Google all my captions on it for Instagram. Which I'm sure is not true because obviously he won that challenge, but I thought it was a funny quote. Well, I always found his social media did not seem like him, so it didn't surprise me. Because even his tweets sometimes, like, this doesn't seem like him. So I think he puts a lot of effort into it. So that didn't surprise me. That like, he like he has a PR person do it for him. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can tell it's not him. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like, yeah, I don't know. But one of my favorite quotes of the episode, again, kind of cheating because he's not a cast member, but Joel, when they were, like, um, doing the the challenge or whatever he says i would hum the jeopardy tune but we'd get sued yeah and then um bobby said i tested my power and now my power is testing me um and then when bananas voted for bobby he said my vote is for bobby bad hairline (laughs) did you have any quotes this episode uh no i don't really have any quotes i just thought it was funny when uh bobby was pretending to eat the shake doll and shake was like oh my god he's deep throating me (laughs) some of those captions were funny amorosa was so not not happy with bananas on on hers when her like surprised scary one or whatever he said, like, um, the look when Nicole, or not Nicole, when New York calls you a cum-guzzling Trumpy. <laughs> Just bring that up as many times as you can, Bananas. It's fine. I'll laugh every time. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I am going to miss this show. I don't know how many episodes we have left, but I'm guessing... I don't know. It's. I thought it was only like 10 episodes, so I just feel like it has to be coming to an end soon. I think the finale is a uh, couple more weeks. First? Okay. Wait, what day is... Hold on, I'm going to look at the calendar. What day of the week it's on? It's on. Uh, th- it's the 21st. I heard that. And the th- 21st is a Thursday. So I think there's two more episodes. Okay. Interesting. And well, then I found the tweet I found said, Bobby Lights apparently had other obligations and was never planning on staying the whole time, so he nominated himself to quit. Interesting. I wonder what his other obligations were. Well, who knows? <laughs> um. Okay, so any final thoughts on House of Villains? 
Mm, I don't think so. I'm interested. Did they tell us how's the winner going to be picked? No, they haven't. But Jax teased a long time ago that he comes back. So I'm guessing he comes back for the finale. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jax talked about the show like ad nauseum. And he was in like none of it. Yeah, I know. And they told him he was only in three because they dragged it out for so long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which like, I don't know. I'm not mad. He got flung at the very beginning of three so technically he was in two yeah you're right that was <laughs> oh Jax should have done his homework okay so Abby switching gears here a little bit we have our I we're ending with our finales the finale of the podcast will be our two finales we have Bachelor in Paradise and we have F-Boy Island but first let's talk about Bachelor oh, in Paradise <laughs> I've got some screenshots that we can talk about at the end, too, to, uh, you know, really, really wrap this up. But I gave, of the episode, I gave my MVP to Kat. She had an adorable date. Her and John Henry are really seeming to blossom. They seem to be kind of opposites, but in a good way. Um, They complement each other quite a bit, and I just... Um, I don't know. I'm really, I, I, I think she's a great TV personality. She got engaged. She just, this was, this was her episode. I gave my MVP to Kat. So shockingly, my MVP was Kat. Woohoo! I know it finally happened, but I mean, and mainly I gave it to her. One, I did, I think, I thought their date was sweet, and I like how she opened up about her past and growing up, and it kind of explained, I feel like, why she's so hard, mm-hmm. and um, so I liked seeing that side of her. Very vulnerable. We don't see that very much coming from Kat. Never, and of course, because she got engaged, and yeah. these two are like opposites. The definition of opposites attract. Mm-hmm. She was with two different guys, right? Brayden and Tanner. And John Henry, I could not remember his name earlier. John Henry came in, I mean, a couple episodes in, but was with Olivia. So it wasn't like they were one of the ones with this first, you know, start connection. And I don't know, you know. They, yeah. So she was my MVP. Yeah, she deserved it. I mean, I I thought I thought she really deserved it. I gave my LVP to Kylie because me too. I mean, she okay. So Michelle, do do you remember Kylie from Zach season? I don't. She no. she got she's like the uh, one. I know she a video. Yeah, I know her. Okay, so um, her and Avon are in this really great spot and on Paradise. They're in this really great spot in their their relationship, but Avon is he wants to leave in a relationship. He doesn't want to leave engaged, and um, we see Kylie cry about this for like an hour of the three hour finale. It was so exhausting. 
like so many tears so dragged out like they really hit it home that like she wanted to be engaged so she does end up leaving with him in a relationship because she's like well i'm not willing to like break up with you for you know but like it just annoyed me the way she was like pressuring him and thinking that he didn't i mean obviously after we watch the episode i'm sure you're going to talk about what has come to light but in the moment it's like Based on the episode, it was based on the episode. Um, it, it, I don't know, just the, I felt like she was pressuring him to get engaged. I'm like, girl, it's been three weeks, like, let he's telling you he's falling in love with you, or he's fallen in love with you, and he wants to be with you, and yeah. just the dramatics and the pouting about not having that engagement moment, which it was I too much. I feel like. And no excuse for for what we found out, what she found out since posting their relationship. But no, I'll get to that. I will get to that. But I just don't think Kylie did herself any favors. That's all. And um, I gave an LVP honorable mention to Eliza because she gets engaged, right? She gets engaged to Aaron at the very end of this. She's very unsure the whole time. She doesn't know she what she wants to do. She's very wishy-washy. And then after she says yes, she says, she like kisses him and she says, I literally didn't know what I was going to do until I walked down here. And Aaron goes, oh, oh yeah. That's what <laughs> quotes. Because he like, he's known for weeks like two weeks now that he was gonna propose to eliza and she like literally had no idea and i'm just side-eyeing her so hard because i i think aaron would have left in a relationship but i also think that like she was being very realistic about her situation and like i'm pretty sure she doesn't even live in the states i think that she lives in like germany maybe i can't remember where but she doesn't even live here so I get her hesitation because she's like, how are we going to make this work, right? But then you need to vocalize that and not get engaged. I don't know. Yeah. Um, And then Avon had a quote. Because didn't he and Rachel not work out because he also was hesitant about getting engaged on her show. On the um, who, who were the final two with Rachel? Tino and who? Avon? No. Mm, I think he was in the top three. But I yeah. don't think that her, her two and three, I don't think she had a top two and three. I think that she had to go with Tino because they both left. Yes, because Avon and Zach were both hesitant about getting engaged. Yes. And she, yeah. No, Avon was hesitant about an engagement, and Zach, something happened in the fantasy suite that they wouldn't talk about. Okay. Yeah, but Tina was kind of by default. Yes, exactly. And then Avon came out afterwards and was, like, willing to date because he was always willing to date. He just didn't want to get engaged. And so he has this quote where he said, oh, my God, it's always about a fucking ring. (laughs) Oh, man. And 
Um, I don't think this boy is going to be getting a ring for anybody anytime soon after. There has been, yeah, there, there were three different occasions and I I can't remember the third one, but, um, one, they keep saying it's like kind of, I think a younger generation thing where they say it's giving whatever. And so Aaron B, the first one, he says it's giving forever when he's talking about Eliza. Um, and then when, um, Kylie had a somewhat self-aware moment about her tantrum that she was throwing. She's like, it's giving desperate. And there was one other one, but I didn't write that one down. But I thought it was interesting. Um, just the terminology that um, I'm we're old. I don't I don't know. I mean, it's that not... you're old for. Yeah, like I never yeah. said that. I don't know. Listen, I feel like the only reason I'm even kind of in uh, tune with it is because I have two teenagers and then I was going to say Twitter. Twitter. Nope. <laughs> I, I was too. I was going to say and Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, but I thought when at first it, I wrote down, that was the first quote that I wrote down is when Aaron B said it's giving forever. I was like, oh, that's cute. And then so I like noticed it like three other times during the episode. I was like, oh, that's they're all saying it. Okay. <laughs> but my favorite um quote of the episode was Avon with the ring. That was funny. I didn't have I didn't put down any quotes, but I don't even remember him saying that that that's funny. Um, okay, so post show. We don't know if Aaron and Eliza are together. They've hit a speed bump and they're working through things is is what we know. Um, we don't know anything about Kat and John Henry. They don't seem to have any Instagram posts together, which is, of course, very suspicious. But um, is what it is, I guess. And Avon and... Um, uh Kylie had moved in with each other right after our after filming they moved in with each other and they had a post about it and um they said let me see here really fast if I can find that exact quote oh no I thought it was bachelor data that posted it but it wasn't I went to the wrong Maybe it's on scoop. I bet it's on scoop. It's not. Well, anyways, they posted that they moved in together, essentially. And then the very next day, within less than 24 hours after she posted that, she posted, following our relationship announcement yesterday, I want to thank my God he did not allow me to live another day in the dark. In the last 24 hours, I have been grasped grasping with the fact that one of the most important relationships in my life has dissolved due to multiple infidelities. This is not just a show, but my real life. And for the foreseeable future, I will be in a time of healing and trying to put the puzzle pieces of my life back together. Please respect my privacy at this time. Love you all, Kylie. Then the following day, Avon posted... After careful thought and consideration into writing this, I want to first and foremost apologize to Kylie, my family, and my friends for my actions. 
I have made major mistakes in the relationship and hurt someone who was very close to me. At this time, I am extremely, I am in an extremely, extremely low place trying to work on myself. I'm doing my best to find healing, find myself, and be a better person. Please get, please have grace and respect for Kylie and her family through this difficult time. Big yikes. Yeah. Multiple. 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 I just... That's... I don't know. It's It's... I'm glad she found out so so close, but I, I feel like what happened is that she and him had this jo- joint post about moving in together and, you know, officially announcing their couple, and I, I could be wrong, but... Had I, access to his... I don't think... No, I don't think Avon came out and told her. I think girls then went to Kylie and were like, uh, I didn't know you guys were together, and slid into her DMs. Oh, because it was 24 hours. It's just like the Serena thing in, in Brandon last season. So, yeah, that's sad. Um, I will say that Katie, before just to kind of transition from Bachelor in Paradise into F-Boy Island a little bit, on um, questions that Katie had on her Instagram story, somebody asked about the filming time of F-Boy Island and Bachelor in Paradise. And she says, I went to VIP on June 17th, and then I left for F-Boy Island around July 9th. So just like two weeks apart. Getting into FY Island. I can't believe I'm saying this because I've been shitting on her all season, but I gave my MVP to Daniela. Same. <laughs> Me too. I was so proud of her. And Vince. I was shocked. I did not see that coming. Yes, I gave one to Vince too because he got his girl, but um Yes, Are I was still so together. Happy. I was so happy. So we'll get there. I have some screenshots. Okay that too okay Okay. let's go through the episode first okay um okay so you said you get you did daniela too did you watch michelle i watched it christina do you remember last week you asked me my predictions i was wrong about literally every one of them (laughs) i only i only got one right so i'm glad y'all went through your predictions i got everything wrong everything so funny Okay, well, that makes this was my favorite ending. This was my favorite ending of the three seasons. Really, I thought it was boring. Okay, no, okay, I'll tell I'll tell y'all why after. Let's go ahead and okay. Do so the MVP, Daniela yeah. and Vince, all the way. How about and you said yours was Daniela. Who is your MVP, Michelle? I don't have. <laughs> I don't know. I guess Daniela because she didn't pick Jared. I agree. And then um, I gave my LVP to Jared and to Benedict. Womp womp. I gave mine to Jared because he thought he was playing this perfect game. So, yeah. Yeah. Last second. Jared, yeah. And then I I gave, obviously, mine to Benedict because he screwed himself. (laughs) He should have won this. 
Like, okay, one of my quotes, Katie says, I literally dreamt that you would be here. If he was a nice guy, he would have won. I think they made him do it, right? I don't, what, I don't what think reason? they made him do it. I think they might have encouraged him to do it, but I don't think they made him do it. I think they wanted some extra drama. I don't know. Um. Well, just like according to like podcasts Katie has said and stuff, she said that F-Boy is like way, way less produced than Bachelor is and that they have like way more leniency and about like what they say and like the conversations that they have um are like not as producer driven and stuff so because of that i think that he came in on an f as an f boy because he's kind of been an f boy since season two ended so i what think did, what did danny come back did danny come back as nice yeah mm-hmm. so danny switched mercedes stayed the same I thought Can he I was F boy. No, Danny was F boy last season because we were shocked and we're pissed. Yeah, he was an F boy, but this year he's a nice guy. But can I tell y'all my theory on Mercedes? Okay. I don't think he's an F boy. Oh. I think he's playing that part for these shows. Oh, okay. Twice, twice he splits the money and he really cares about the girl. I think he's a good character and he knows how to provide entertainment but i think he really does want to find love because he stayed with louisa for a wh- or louisa whatever her name was for a while after yeah. like i think he i think he really wants to to find something real and i think he's playing a part could be totally wrong but that's my yeah i could see I, came it. Up, I was i thought about that after and Vince almost got my LVP because oh my god that speech was enough for I would not have picked him (laughs) and then when Nikki to when goes to Benedict she's like (laughs) in five in like a a hundred thousand or less words or something like that oh my god I was dying that was amazing so funny um let's get into some quotes did you guys have some quotes I actually did for like the first time ever. I have a few, but you go first. This was just so good. So I didn't write the first one down, but you may you you'll probably remember it is when Mercedes is like, I don't have any Mercedes. Oh, he was talking about Vince, and he's like, Kay's not going to choose Vince. She's going to choose Bennett Benedict. Look at him. I'd choose Benedict. Okay, yeah, that's funny. And then. One of mine was with Benedict, and it was kind of more how he said it in his face. He was like, I don't care about that cat at all. No, I like him. No, he's going to kill me, literally. Okay, so I had a, a cat quote, too, but different. He says, my eyes are bleeding right now, but I need yeah. Katie. I like that one, too. There, there were a lot of good quotes this episode. Uh, did you have any more? I thought I I saw something in the chat about a different one. I did with um, what's the twins name? Elijah. Yeah, yeah. When he was talking about the the um, what did he say? Shoot. Um, he said I'm gonna okay. That he is. Uh, or like the the only other time I've seen a black man on a horse, a horse was. Is- Django. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like Hallie's reaction. 
I liked Hallie's reaction to it, too. Oh, my God. So funny. They were cute. Too funny. Too funny. Um, okay. So, did you have any quotes, Michelle? It's, the only thing I wrote down was Django. Because that's, like, one of... That's my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. So, I like that part, too. That's funny. Okay. That was a good one. Um, I had a couple more. So, during... At the beginning of the um, final ceremony, Nikki says, Jared, thank you for still showing your chest. At least one of you stayed true to the theme of the show. <laughs> that was good. Um, Jared says, if Daniela chooses me tonight, I'm going to make F-boys all over the world proud. Always pimping, never simping. And... The quote of the episode to me, because you all know I'm a huge Benedict lover. I gave it every single ounce of what's inside my heart and none of it, none of it even mattered because of one word, one label changed everything for me. I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily true. She told Vince she loved him. I don't know. She did. I think that she would have. I I don't know. I could be wrong. I think she would have picked Benedict if it wasn't for that four label. Because she struggled with that. Okay. So can I tell you why I like this? Even though I know there was no shocking things. Yeah. That were considered shocking like season one and two. So I liked it because I was shocked Daniela picked Christian. Okay, so I have I have an update on that. Did you somebody asked on her Instagram stories, did you always know it's Christian or did Jared even stand a chance? So proud of you, by the way. And she said, Yes, I knew from my very first date with Christian I was choosing him. There's there's so much that is edited out. Even our first date together didn't even make the cut. I really think they cut it though. Because it, it would have been a dead giveaway had they kept any of it in. I couldn't even get through some of my interviews because I was smiling so damn much. LOL. And there's a reason he's the only person I refuse to ever put in my bottom two. Oh, I got chills. Um, I'm cheesy. I just loved him. And so I was really, and I was really happy Jared's cocky ass got put in his place. And then, of course, y'all know I've always loved Mercedes, so I was glad he split the money again, mm-hmm. and that he seems to really like her. And then, um, the final reason I liked it is because I feel like Benedict will be on F Girl Island now since he wasn't picked. Oh yes, please. I hope so. Or I'm at least hoping. Before. So I, I just, I, I liked. I like the ending. So Katie said that her and Vince, um, they did date for a few months post-show, but they have since split up. Um, She had good things to say about him. I don't think anything like really, you know, there was like a terrible thing that happened that ended ended it. And she also said that her and Benedict are friends and have done a couple comedy shows together since filming ended. 
Did I see that she also said Benedict and Marco live together? Or maybe I read that after. I think Benedict and Marco are roommates now. Interesting. Um, and that's some pe- oh, I know I saw on Reddit because after the finale, I was like trying to dig into it. And people people before the finale were air- aired. I read it after the finale. We're saying there's no way it was Katie picked Benedict because Benedict's now living with Marco, and like that would be such a weird situation. I mean, it maybe it would be, but also like mm, these dating shows are pretty incestuous, so it wouldn't really surprise me that much either, even if it was true. Yeah. Um. One other thing about so are McKay are sorry, am I jumping? Are but are her and Christian still together, Daniela? That is exactly <laughs> yes. Okay, loved you on this. So happy. How long did you and Kristen Christian date after the show? I know you're all dying to know. Truth is, I was on one of the first flights to Houston after the finale. Christian and I dated for three months after filming. We had a blast together, but unfortunately, we had some very different needs and wants when it comes to relationships. His feelings are completely valid, as are mine. I would never want someone to change just because our views don't align, so we decided to end things. He's a wonderful man, Mm. and I absolutely adore him. I wish him nothing but the best. Boo. And honestly, I have no idea if Mercedes and Hallie are still together. There's no way, Christina. He posted a (laughs) post where he was like, I did it again, and everything was like, Michael Jordan meme. Everything was basically talking about how he won F-Boy Island again. There was nothing about Hallie. I don't think they might not even follow each other or whatever. Like I don't. People were saying they don't even follow each other. There's <laughs> no fucking way. He's so. He, I don't like him. I can't believe you like him, Abby. I, I know like you didn't all. like him last season either, and I liked him from the beginning. You were like, how? I can't, no. He just wants to do the show to do the show, get more followers, make his money. Blah blah blah. Great, but I can't. I don't know. I don't. I was shocked. Hallie didn't seem to like either of these guys. I thought for sure she was going to take the money and run. She surprised me. So, um, I'm on Mercedes Instagram right now. And somebody says, somebody posted on their story and tagged him. Y'all think Mercedes can three P and (laughs) he reposted it and said, LMAO three P. I truly think I'd win again, but it'll be like beating a dead horse. I think you, I've already conquered F boy Island. Exactly. <laughs> What's he say? Yeah, you're. I see the one where he says, "Yeah, I did it again." It's not like I can't believe I met this wonderful person. It's all is. I'm glad I won. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Don't hate the player, hate the game. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that because Jared said that. I'm like, no, that was said twenty years ago. Shut up, Jared. Shut up. <laughs> Not believe he said that. I'm like, is that do people still say that? My biggest disappointment this season is that Danny got no nothing, no airtime. He was my favorite. He was my favorite. I hope he'll be a lead. I would be I would not be mad about that at all. If he was a lead next time. I'm trying to find Hallie's Instagram, but I can't find it. I she she actually mentioned she mentioned him in her caption, and I was like, okay, maybe they're together. And then I went to his page. I'm like, nope, they're fucking no way. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, I love this show. I think it's one of the greatest shows. I just I enjoy it a lot. 
So now that the Bachelor in Paradise and the F Boy Island finales have happened, um, we just have a couple more episodes of House of Villains. And then we have um, Survivor and the challenge that we'll talk about. I'm sure we'll get into some other stuff. I know Michelle's been dying to talk about Squid Games. Um, I don't know if either of you are watch are thinking about watching the Reindeer Games or not. I'll probably watch it, but we'll see if it's like... I don't know if it's like something that... I don't know how the format will be, if it would be like exciting to talk about or not. So I guess we'll just kind of see how that goes. Yeah, I want to watch it, but it, apparently, like, it's on, like, almost every night, and I'm so busy. That I have, like, stuff every night this week. All, during the holidays, it's so crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I might I might have to catch up on the weekend or something and watch them all. I don't know. I didn't realize it was an everyday show, like, Love Island. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just three times a week. I just I just saw it. I got a lot this week, and every night it was on, I'm like, oh, I'm busy. Mm, that's a bummer. Uh... And it's like hours, Christina. It's not like oh, an hour show. It's like two hours, ninety minutes. Okay, God, it's like a long. It's long. Yeah. I'm trying to find the post I saw. Where did it? Well, we'll see how it goes. It does. We don't. We don't definitely don't need to talk about that. Big Brother is like my least favorite show out of all of them, anyways. I know. I know. Uh, but I mean, I. It's, I it's told Christina. I told. Uh, Abby, this I didn't tell you yesterday or today, but I've officially turned on Jag. Yeah, yesterday, yeah. Uh, Reindeer Games is on Monday, Tuesday. It's not on Wednesday because Survivor and Amazing Race are on, and then it's on Thursday. Interesting. Okay. Well, maybe I mean I'll watch it and we'll see. We'll see what happens podcast wise. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we won't. Yeah. I'll just like I don't know. Talk about it. We when can. It's all done. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we'll just recap it when it ends. Like, binge it, yeah. That's kind of what I did for Love Island Games, is I, there are, it's that show's on, like, every single day, and I would just, like, binge it every week on Monday and not watch it every single day. I don't know. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that one was on every single day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Except for, like, there's, like, I think Fridays was a recap episode or something. Oh, okay. Basically, yeah. All right, well, do either of you have any final thoughts here before we wrap up? No, I don't think so. All right, well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in. And with that, for one final time, F-boy, F-bye.